It is another Friends Friday. We are back this week. Jeremy took a vacation last week. So I took a vacation last week, too, from doing the podcast. That's it. I still sat here in the Ohio weather. How are you doing, Jeremy? Oh, I'm doing good. I am back at work. And... It is busy, but it's fun. But vacation went was it went well. It went real well. We were down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, so it was a good time. Oh, good to be back. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Bro, it's a little colder here now that you're back. I know. We well, had, were you here Sunday? You were you were back for Sunday, right? Yeah, I was back for Sunday. Real warm weather. And then it dropped so quickly. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. <laughs> Bro. All right. Well, let's continue. Should we continue our series here that we've been doing? Yeah. What is our series again? What is our series again? This man forgot everything when he went to Florida. That's right. Our series is we are going through biblical terms, like words or phrases that we feel people often overlook or just kind of automatically assume that we know it. We did one week on Good Friday. Um, we did holiness and righteousness. So, Jeremy, yeah, what are we talking about this week? I believe we're talking about grace and mercy. Some yes. pretty, uh, probably two of the most common phrases used in scripture, oh. but also in in Christian conversation as well today. Yeah, I think, I think that's a good point. Yeah. Let's get right into it. Let's do it. Okay. So I'm going to try to remember to do the, what did we think it was before we really looked into it or like learned more Mm -hmm. and what it is now. Yeah. So I want to start with mercy. I know it's usually grace and mercy, but I want to start with mercy first. Yeah. When we look at mercy, okay, Jeremy, this is, I always draw like a line for people. We start in the middle. Okay. Where we, where, where we are in the middle. That's kind of like where we start. When we get punished, we move backwards. Okay. So like, let's say we take two steps backwards instead of forwards we take two steps backwards we deserve a punishment for like being at negative two right because we aren't our goals be at zero but we're at negative two mercy is god not punishing us for being at negative two but bringing us back to zero does mm. that make sense so even though we deserve that punishment for being at negative two god still treats us like we're at zero mm. does that make sense oh yeah, yeah, it does. I, I've never, uh, wow, yeah, I've never thought of it like that or have been able to understand it in that kind of way. But that is, a, I think, a good way to help us understand more clearly about what, what mercy really is. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, and I think it, it can be t- difficult, too, and, and I, I like it to, to specifically use it for mercy because I think a lot of people – think uh which they obviously can be very similar but but the grace and mercy can be kind of like you know brought together where yes there 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 can be a distinction there which is i like and so i like that that whatever you call it well so before i guess before we continue on then 
grace then is us doing nothing to move forward from zero, but God blessing us and moving us to two. Mm. So not only do we sin and act like we should be negative to God erases that doesn't punish us. And then instead of punishing us, he actually continues to bless us and moves us to number two. So yeah. it's like, here we are in the middle. We actually act like we should be behind, but God moves us forward mm. up at two. So they go well together, but they are so distinctly different. Right. But they yeah. do go hand in hand, but they can never be mistaken as the same thing. Yeah. So let's do this. Let's look at mercy now. The, mm-hmm. the, we deserve the punishment, but we don't. How do we go about showing mercy to other people? Hmm, yeah. So it, uh, that question is difficult. It really is. And, and I feel like as Christians, we should, there's, there's this stigma, I feel like, where we think that it should be an easy answer, but when we really understand how to show mercy to people, that is the most difficult thing we could probably do. But thankfully, we have Jesus who helps us understand how to do that. And really quickly, I just want to tell this story. I was teaching my class today, and we were going through Philemon. And I really encourage people to look at Philemon and read that. It's the smallest letter Paul writes, but it's one of his his. I think most significant letters because he is writing to a slave owner who is Philemon about his runaway slave uh, Onesimus that Paul has kind of befriended and taken under his wing. And so this runaway slave that Paul has taken under his wing, he is writing the book of Philemon to encourage Philemon to actually take this slave back and you know settle his debt completely and just wipe it and and completely forgive him and actually free him from slavery but not only that to actually welcome him in as a brother which is just completely radical and stuff and so as i was was telling this to my students and and just challenging them so in that context how do we bring that back to today and and show that kind of Action because what what's unique about the letter to Philemon is that the gospel message isn't actually mentioned. Jesus isn't mentioned. His death, his resurrection is not mentioned. Mm-hmm. But what Paul is is doing is he's actually showing. He's actually showing and displaying that that gospel message, which is showing mercy where it isn't deserved. And so. Anyways, I know that's a long explanation, but it was a challenge for me even today of like, how do we kind of display that in which Paul is trying to help Philemon display? How do we do that in our context of living and stuff right now? So I, I know that didn't fully answer the question, but. No, and I think too, you tied it to the New Testament, which is always good. And for me, I was thinking about Jesus's parable of how um, and I'm not looking at it. I'm just going off the top of my head. So if I don't quote it exactly, basically the master forgives a servant of his debt, but then the servant is like, goes to get his servants and is like, you need to pay me double. And then I think maybe it was the king and the servant. And then the yeah. king finds out, he's like, dude, what the heck? Like mm-hmm. I showed you mercy. You now have to show mercy. 
And like Jesus explained, that's the kingdom of heaven is like, like, since God showed us mercy, we have to show mercy. Yeah. So how, how do we go about doing that then? Like, what does it look like? Yeah. Yeah. So I, and I like where we're going here because it definitely, it starts with our relationship with Jesus. It starts with having this deep understanding of what Jesus has done for us, the mercy that he's shown for us. And Uh so that I think is the first step, which we kind of got, and then taking it practically with how we do that in our lives. The first thing I think of is family. Yeah. Because family is, it's such a funny thing because we love our family. We all have family that we love in some kind of way, whether it's a husband, wife, son, daughter, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, cousin, whatever it is, we have a family that we love, but sometimes the people that we love the most are the ones that can tend to hurt us the most. And I say that because we're always around them. They see us in their most, in our most vulnerable states of life and it's easy to be frustrated or annoyed with family. But I think the challenge that I have, and, and I even being on vacation with my family, it always there's always this like tension sometimes because we're so close. We love each other so much, but if we're around each other, there's we know what annoys each other and we know what we know how to get under each other's skin. And so when we think of family, we have to understand that for me is the, the most an easiest practical thing of, of how to show mercy to your family when they hurt you, when they wrong you, when they say something that is not right or, or, or they insult you or they're just being annoying, whatever it may be. I guess what, can I guess what they annoyed you about? What? Here, here's my guess. Okay. And so I don't actually know, but I'm willing to put at least like a hundred bucks on this, that this is what it was. And I like, I'm, I'm really confident in my guess here. I picture Jeremy laying on the couch, wanting to not do anything, not go to the beach, not go do anything. He just wants to lay there, maybe watch a movie, sleep, relax, maybe open the window so a nice breeze comes in or something so he gets some natural air. But his family is probably like, dude, we didn't come on vacation to just lay here. You just... You could lay on your couch at home. Not how often we near the beach. And then Jeremy is probably upset. He's like, dude, it's my vacation. This is my time to relax. And then they probably just went back and forth a lot on that. And then he felt guilty laying on the couch because he's like, no, my family's disappointed in me. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, vacation time for me is sitting around doing nothing. That's what I do. I, I like to sleep. I like to relax. And occasionally I'll go out to the pool and go swimming for a few minutes and then go back. It's just kind of what I do. And uh, so you're not wrong. But anyways, that's beside the point, Nick. No, it's not actually. It really is. And so, but anyways, you're right. That that was, that's funny. You, you did hit that on the head, but, but yeah. So, but it really is in those moments of like when you're with your family and and things just, man, they get it under your skin. And and even more specifically, like, it, I, I do really believe it. it can be easy sometimes for family to to hurt you in different ways, whether it's with words or with actions or or things that they, they don't do for you yep. or whatever. But it's this, this idea that 
we are to show mercy to them, uh, to forgive them and, and have compassion on them. And sometimes families, it's the most difficult thing to do with family. It, it can be easy with friends. It can be easy with strangers that you may not know on a personal level, but with family, sometimes that, that can be the most, most difficult. Yeah. To show mercy, I think I want to connect another word that that's related with mercy a lot is wrath. Like you hear God's wrath and mercy. And now that kind of makes a bit more sense now that we define what mercy is, is this not punishment. Mm. So I think to help show people wrath or to show mercy is to not show them wrath of not showing them the anger that you feel they deserve, not showing them, um, just like not acting out in frustration towards them, you know, deciding like, you know, it's not up to me to determine like your punishment. Like I'm not going to look for revenge on you. And I like what you were saying is it's so much harder when it's people you care about, you know, mm-hmm. like when it's people you don't care about, like, Oh, well, I'm probably never going to see them again. Like, okay, it's fine. Like I was going to brush off. Like, but now I have to like, not let, like not let anger happen towards my family because it's something that you have to live with, like live in as well. And then all of that around it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I like that you brought up that wrath point because that's what people have a difficulty with the old Testament is there's like this there. It, it almost seems like there's these two different gods at, at work, even sometimes in the old Testament, because there's like this back and forth of wrath and mercy, but we understand that it's the same God, obviously, but it, I think that's where, why it's so relevant to look at the person of Jesus and what he did, because there were moments in the old Testament when God did have to show his wrath and his judgment on the people of Israel, because there was this, there like Jesus was the final sacrifice. He was the final display of God's mercy on people. And, and where did his wrath show up? His wrath showed up on the sun, on the cross. That was all of God's wrath for all of humanity poured out on the sun so that God's mercy could be for his people. And that is like, it's so mind boggling that God would choose that. But, but that's what Jesus chose. And so it's so important to see the, the person of Jesus and how it relates to us and the mercy that he shows us so that we don't show wrath toward people, but we show the mercy that Christ first showed us. So it's a really cool way of, of how Jesus really did fulfill the Old Testament in that kind of way. So I guess moving on now, grace. Mm. When we think of grace, it's blessing people now when they don't deserve it. Yeah. And and this too, let's clarify too, this isn't serving in the sense of you don't know someone, but you're going like out of your way to bless them. This is blessing people who have hurt you is my understanding Mm. of it. Like when God shows us grace, like by sending his son, like shows us that grace is that it's like, you've wronged me, like you have hurt me, but I'm going to choose to still bless you. So not only am I not going to punish you, I'm going to bless you. Yeah. Because often as I, I think about grace, like when it's like 
you show people grace, like, okay, I'll show you grace. Like, it's okay. Like you messed up. Like, that's okay. Like that's more mercy than anything. Yeah. And that's why I think like, I like how you described, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off either. Were you still going? No, I was. Well, and I liked how you described that kind of with that line and how grace is kind of a step up because grace, I feel like there's this, there's this movement at work where it's, well, I guess both of them are in action, but, but grace in that kind of way is an action to, to bless somebody where it's more than just, uh, and I don't know, maybe this isn't right thinking or, or not, but uh, again, I'm just working these thoughts out of my head right now, but, but grace is, um, it's an, it's more of an action. It's more of, 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 I don't know, I guess how we, how we show people that with, through our action and more than just words, more than just saying it, but, but doing it and, and improving that. But what again, I, I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to ask, what do you think is tougher, showing someone mercy or showing someone grace? Hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Um, let me, like, I don't know. Probably tougher, probably grace. Okay. Why do you because- think that? Because when I look at someone like who wronged me, like if you wronged me, I am, I would be much more likely to just be like, okay, it's okay. It's not going to bother me, but I'm not going to be like, you know what? Now I'm going to go out of my way to serve them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I definitely see that in where I'm coming. What I'm trying to work through is, is, if we see the way that Jesus showed mercy to us and we have to show that same mercy to other, I don't know. No, I guess I would agree with you now that I think about it, because that is, it's, yeah, I don't know. Grace can sometimes, the way we are describing it, it seems like it can take more effort sometimes than it takes more work. Yeah. But so does this make the uh, you're saved by faith through grace more uh, more applicable now? Because you look at the faith like your belief in Jesus now, but it's through grace because it's that grace of being given this gift. Like even though we deserve hell, God brought us back to even and then still decided, you know what? I'm still going to bless you and you will have the opportunity to spend forever in heaven. A good point. And. I think it it plays a role in in those moments that we do abuse it mm-hmm. because because there's always this there, there's this common phrase I feel like it's a common phrase of like don't abuse God's grace like we can't abuse the grace but it becomes very real because when we understand the true gift of grace and that this is something mm-hmm. that He's blessing us with and it's 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 something deeper and and more complex than than what we're experiencing even in this world because that grace is being given to us in eternity and an eternal relationship with god and so when we when we think about uh even paul saying we have not been given grace to just you know whatever he says i can't i'm paraphrasing but to keep on sinning so it puts on this this 
challenge for us to to understand you know our faults and our flaws and and our sin and understand that we are we have to continue to be at work in in fighting you know our flesh i guess and, and the temptations of this world because of the grace that that jesus has given us understanding that no matter what we do we still are given that grace freely but mm-hmm. that doesn't give us a uh the right to you know do the things that do not go according to god's word so i don't know if that makes sense or not but yeah yeah so okay so another question i have for you now yeah how do we show grace and mercy without like being walked over or like condoning Mm. like how do we do that does that make sense yeah hmm trying to just thinking of of jesus and the way that he he showed it because we never uh, well i should say we a lot of times when jesus is forgiving people or healing them he he doesn't just stop there, but I feel like he he continues on to to go a step further and challenge them with, now go from here and do not do what you've done or whatever. What I'm thinking of right now is the leper, the man with leprosy. And I'm just thinking of this because I touched on it. All right. This is what I spoke on last night at youth group, but one of the commandments that he gave the man after he healed him was to go show the temple priest that you are healed and then make the proper offer offering that Moses commands in his law. And so it's not just, I'm going to heal you and show you this, this mercy here, but I'm also then challenging you to go and act on, on what you've been given this, this free gift that you've been given worship God. Now you have the privilege and the opportunity to worship God. And so that is what I'm calling you to do. And so I think, what was your question again? It has something to do with what I just said, but I need to, how do we not uh, condone or let people walk on us or whatever with that? I think it's this challenge of like, we are, yes, called to give grace and mercy freely, but we also understand that we can then challenge people with listen, I forgive you and I don't have a grudge against you. There's nothing in me that is, that is, that there's nothing in me that, that I am holding against you. But in that you can show people what it means to truly live and, and follow as, or, or live as Christ lived and, and challenge yeah. people to do. This is not, although I'm forgiving you, I want to challenge you not to do this anymore. You you are called to a, a higher standard, I guess. But again, yeah. that it's it can be very situational and stuff. But that is just kind of I just look at Jesus and see what he did and say, you know, he didn't heal people just for them, or he didn't forgive people just for them to keep on doing what they were doing. But there was a transformation that took place, and and by forgiving people is what we are hoping to accomplish as well. That there is a change in their heart. 
in the way they they see things i guess i don't know i don't know if that really answered your question that well either but i'll just sit here quietly and see how much more you keep on going and then saying i don't know maybe (laughs) but i think too because we were talking in our bible study uh john 8 the lady caught in adultery that the pharisees bring forward and Jesus is like, all right, which one of you didn't sin, you can throw the stone. And then they all left. And he's like, did anyone condemn you? And she's like, no one, sir. And he's like, all right, then neither do I. But go and leave your life of sin. And mm. when we look at how to handle this, of when we're in disagreement like with someone else's, not a single conversion story has ever started with condemnation or judgment. It's always started with mercy and grace. You know, no one's ever been like, you know what? I encountered Jesus because someone just came up to me and told me I was living life wrong. And I was just like, you know what? You're right. Jesus is king. You know, that doesn't happen. It starts with encountering Jesus. And we have to be the people who bring them to Jesus. So if it's us showing grace and mercy to them, that's if that's how they encounter Jesus, then we need to continue that. And allow Jesus to start to change their heart and be like, you know what? This isn't right. I do need to change this because I want to live for Jesus. And then coming alongside them to walk with them, not just calling them out and being like, hey, here's all of your shortcomings. Here's why you need Jesus. Like that's only going to shut them off and shut them out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And I I like about that, that idea of like walking with them and we, Yeah, we can help show them how to live in that kind of way as well. Yeah. But as as we always say, just with the mercy and the grace of of Jesus doing it for us first, because it's big all throughout Jesus's teachings of, well, however you condemn and however you forgive, that's how you're going to be condemned and that's how you're going to be forgiven. So Mm -hmm. for me, if it means continually forgiving people even though it hurts over and over again at least that's the type of forgiveness i get to receive from god knowing i continue to to fail over and over again Mm. amen but that's all i got you got any other questions or anything no that's it bro we carry on let's go yeah all righty thank you for listening we will be back next week And then, uh, Jeremy, I'll be heading to Tennessee. Yep. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. All righty. I will. uh, We will see you guys next week.